five breakfast catch up we're getting some living sustainably um Aaron, what would you say your most like and, and it's not a judgment thing um it's more like what what is the one plastic thing that you use the most sure if not like I'd like a, say... i know you carry water quite often but like do you go buy water often Actually, I'm quite guilty of buying a lot yeah. of water. No, don't feel guilty because I think I think a lot of people do it. It's a very normal thing mm. to do to go buy a bottle of water. I just I'm trying to gauge like what plastics do we use? Tubbo, is there any like specific like single use plastics that you use in your life? Yeah, actually, it's uh, the plastic bags from the from the retail store, like from yes, the grocery yeah. store. You're I think I probably I'm not I'm not even exaggerating, guys. I probably have <laughs> 200 plastic bags. I have I have like four hundred of the of the of the fabric ones I have to keep buying because I always forget to take them because I'm, I'm an also idiot. that guy. Yeah. But we have like a cupboard and I'm convinced these like these like bags are like twenty years old at this point. Young, is there any like piece of plastic that you use like day to day or you've found yourself using a lot more, a lot less recently? Um, I've been using plastics for um. Like the plastics you buy groceries in a lot less mm. because I've been collecting the material ones. Yes. So I take those to the store with me. But sometimes when I forget them, I Yo, do. I do. You get must. The you must plastic. do that. Well, that's the thing. It's also like I, I think plastic is a part of our lives in, in very many ways. And, and until for me, retailers stop using plastics. And I know they're starting to use like recyclable plastic, or they're encouraging you to recycle. They're using a lot of I don't even know what it's called, but it's like between plastic and paper. And it's like that's how they, that's their packaging that they're using right now. But there's these all different types of plastics: poly polyethylene terephthalate, which can be recycled into filling for jackets, duvets, pillows, and sleeping bags. There's HDPE, high density polyethylene. There's also polyvinyl chloride. I mean, I didn't even know this. There's also LPDE. There's PP. There's PP. <laughs> there's, <laughs> I'm such a child. There's polystyrene, obviously, and there's many other plastics. So one thing that I want you to get out of today is maybe look on the back of your packaging and find out what plastic it is because they all need to be recycled differently. And obviously, we want more infrastructure in South Africa. That is the biggest thing. I'm going to be chatting to, uh, to Julia Evans about this in the next little bit. But the big thing is that we want to be aware and i just wanted to make you aware because i didn't know this until yesterday that there were different types of plastics that are being used across the board so when you are purchasing something that is packaged in plastic just have a look out for that for me speaking about plastics and different types of plastics learning about that because i think i think the lack of recycling to a large extent has has to do with the lack of education but also has to do with the lack of will to be educated there are so many resources there's so many case studies particularly from first world countries from across the world across the earth that are doing really really great things we want to talk about what south africa is doing and particularly what the south african government is doing so for that i welcome to the show part of the climate change unit at the daily maverick known as our burning planet please welcome journalist uh, julia evans good morning jobs how are you oh my gosh i love i love the applause this is so exciting no. <laughs> well, i'm we... good thanks thank you for having me on your show this thank, is thank you for joining us i think also like uh, you know you you're doing such important work i think i think people forget that like there isn't a lot of <laughs> south african specific and african specific information when it comes to climate yeah. change and changing the world we spoke about plastics on the show a little bit earlier and i think it's very evident uh, you know on the whatsapp line we don't know our plastics very well 
And I think in mm-hmm. that, we don't know what happens to our plastics, whether they go to the landfill. So we try to do a different recycling bin and we have waste waste collectors who are doing such an incredible job. But why yeah. I wanted to know from you, 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 you wrote this incredible article uh, you were chatting to um, Barbara Creasy, who, as we know, is the Minister of Forest, Forestry, Fisheries and Environmental Affairs in here here in South Africa. I wanted to know, Julia, yeah. what, what are the South African government doing to help us recycle better? Yeah, well, firstly, I just want to say um, about what happens to our plastic after we use it. Um, so, unfortunately, 3% or thousand tons of our plastic leaks into our rivers and our oceans. Um, And in South Africa, we produce a little bit over two and a half million tons of plastic every year. Um, A a big problem with that is uh, due to the failure of our municipal um, waste collection. So a third of households don't have regular uh, weekly waste removal, which is a, a problem that the government is trying to address. Um, but I will say that something that South Africa has that not uh, many countries in the global north have is that, as you mentioned, we have waste pickers, um, and they have really helped us um, boost our, our recycling collection. But yeah, in terms of what the government's doing, um, so they've had this policy since 2008 called the Extended Producer Responsibility Policy. Um, and the aim of this policy is basically to shift the responsibility from us as a consumer to the producer. Um, so this policy tries to get manufacturers to take responsibility for some of the costs of the disposal um, or the uh, recycling of the products and packaging. So, for example, um, paper and packaging, even elect- uh, electrical and electronic equipment um, uh, uh, and tires have been identified in our legislation um, as having obviously a, a big environmental impact, and then they are subject to this legislation. Because um, I think, I think, I think, like, like what's powerful for me in that is that. I also feel like there, there's an overuse of plastic, not only from a consumer side of you. Like we go and we purchase something. We go to the shop yeah. and everything's in plastic, right? That's my biggest frustration. Does everything need to be in in, in plastic? Because it clearly yeah. doesn't. I mean, like, why is a bag of bananas always in plastic? Because all we do when we get home is take them out the bag and we just leave them in the bowl. Exactly. And then we might eat no, them in a smoothie like three days later. So is that is that what this policy is challenging? Is it challenging these people who are actually manufacturing everything um so no i mean i love what you're saying and this is okay. so important so this <laughs> part I'm, that would be more like the circular economy which is um basically creating materials that can be reused you know uh-huh. literally just thinking of it as a circle um finland is like pioneers of the circular economy um so i completely agree with you why does everything need to be a plastic you should um yeah, we should have different materials. But anyway, this, this policy is basically um, getting the people who produce these plastics um, to take care of some of the costs of recycling. So then they have to pay for uh, some of the processes of recycling or waste management. Um, and what's quite cool is that there's some global waste picker initiatives that are trying to get um, waste pickers um, to be compensated more for the incredible work they do. So um, LACA is looking at incorporating waste because in this policy, so then uh, the people who produce this plastic will also um, be responsible for, for paying waste because to recycle. So it's more about getting them to pay to recycle um, for the stuff, but completely agree. We need to address um, 
types of plastics we use um, because, yeah, plastic is basically like an infinite resource. Um, so, yeah, that is what the government is doing. And they're also obviously looking to support municipalities to help with um, the waste removal because, as you said, only a third of households get weekly waste removal, um, which is a huge thing. And then, um, obviously, boosts our recycling. Um, and part of that, I think, needs to be uh, supporting waste pickers more. Um, but, yeah. Brilliant. Julia, thank you so much. That's so insightful. So they're doing <laughs> something. You. I love that pause. They, they, they're doing something. Yeah. That, 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 well, that's yeah. huge. So, stuff is happening. Also, just to mention, um, South Africa recently uh, has been part of these international negotiations with the, with the United Nations. Um, well, like 175 countries are looking to create a plastic treaty. Uh, so South Africa, I didn't personally speak to Barbara Cousy. That would have been so um, cute there. But she was, she was speaking because she just came back from uh, one of those negotiations in Paris about it. And they're looking to... Um, the, the whole world, the United Nations, looking to formally adopt the plastic treaty, and they're working on that by the end of 2024. That so with amazing. that, should, should come some um, some more solutions like the circular economy, like um, you know using less plastic, like we spoke about. So yeah, there are things in the work, um, but I, I do agree uh, we need to be more mindful. But at the same time, I never believe in blaming the individual. It's not your fault if you're part of a system. We need to be holding um, those in power accountable, like the producers and and like the government. Profound, profound. Uh, Julia, we also <laughs> wanted to th- we, we we also wanted to thank you also because I know the Daily Maverick and our Burning Planet unit is doing some of the best work across uh, South Africa and certainly the African continent. And we just want to thank wow. you because it's not it's not easy to be an environmental journalist and and focus on climate mm-hmm. change because it is a constant struggle. But we just wanted to send a shout out to you and your team. We really appreciate it. Amazing. Well, I'm such a fan of you and Five of Him. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Julia Evans from The Daily Maverick, talking about climate change, how we're using plastic, and how the government is actually trying to help us. Catch up on some of the best moments from Five Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.